0: So, I know we're only one week into our uh, Blacklist retrospective, but some news broke. And to be 100% honest, we haven't talked about the Arrowverse a lot on this show. Um, We did a retrospective of Arrow. Um, Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, hold on a second, as I'm on air, you guys know one of my favorite things to do is to just look stuff up um, while I'm recording and um, I'm truly curious as to how much we've actually talked about um, the Arrowverse, so hold on one second. So, I'm on Spotify. You guys should follow me, leave a message, leave a five-star review, all that good stuff. So, here we go. I'm going all the way back. We have over 200 episodes. The first one was The Wire. Excuse me. Snyder Cut, Match of the Month. Hmm very very interesting except the membership <sighs> we, wow we, went, we we were talking about we talked about Titans before we talked about the Arrowverse. that is uh very very fascinating to me um the show the, the I'm just surprised because for some reason I believe if I'm not mistaken when I decided to start doing the podcast again. I I believe the Arrowverse, I I had so many things to say about it, um, because it was definitely a huge part of my life the last decade or so, as um, an inspiration as well, Um, and a source of frustration, obviously, Um, (laughs) but, man, this is very fascinating to look back up, because I don't remember everything I talked about, I, I just don't. You know that's just hard for me to do it. Um, hold on one second. Look at this. We talked about power, war games, small. We talked about Smallville, but that wasn't technically a part of the Arrowverse. All right, so we actually, we actually did talk about the Arrowverse somewhat. Um, interesting. On December twenty third, twenty twenty, we talked about that. I do remember doing a specific episode on Arrow, though, like only on Arrow. I believe I went over an hour. I believe it was one of my longer shows. Um, just, this is actually very interesting. One, I have so much fucking content up here. Um, I'm. A, and I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on this at the moment because I thought. I for, sure, I for sure, yeah, I did. Alright, episode forty. Arrow, Yep, one an hour and a half. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's the last time we talked about anything Arrow. Wow, this is crazy how the evolution of the show. I don't think I really realized until now, as I'm talking to you guys, the the real evolution of the show. Yeah. Last i also told that was episode 40 in the archives that's crazy to me well <clears throat> here's my thing so um as of today august 1st 2022 um you guys already heard the monday show let news broke in the middle of the day that the arrow verse essentially is coming to an end um uh, because and technically i know it's not over because you still have star girl um, It's over. Um, Every other show's been canceled. Finally, I think people were expecting this to come later this year uh, because The Flash was only picked up for 13 episodes. But they were actually planning on getting more. But they officially canceled The Flash. So nine seasons in, The Flash is canceled. And apparently, the writers, even though they were hoping for more episodes, they planned in it at 13 and apparently the show's been written and apparently the episode season's been written beautifully to way to where it will end so i wanted to talk about the flash year and and i think i'm going to do a whole nother retrospective on the Arrowverse as a whole and i'm gonna write down notes and stuff so th- this these next couple months it will probably i'll probably throw that in the mix the following week and then get back to the blacklist because i feel like I don't remember why I said in episode ten. Uh, we've done over two hundred, you know, twenty something episodes since. Um, but I know I want to update my thoughts, and I know Arrow. I remember going very. I remember like recording Arrow. This is the, and I very rarely remember recording episodes, but I remember recording this episode <sighs> because I remember I had a lot to say. And the one thing I can say about Arrow is, whether you felt it dropped in quality or not, Arrow always had a way of pulling me back in. Somehow, it just had a way of pulling me in with certain aspects of it. So, example, with Arrow, without a question, the first two seasons are the best seasons, with season two being the greatest season In the history of the Arrowverse, in my opinion, um, and I'm gonna get to. I, now that I'm thinking, about it, I'm gonna do. I'm actually going to do a perspective a retrospective of that, because that deserves its own. And I, and I know I've talked about it before, but I know that deserves its own thing. But to me, season two, if you look at the characters that were brought in, the storylines, even the episodes that were probably air quotes, no air quotes, can see me doing air quotes, filler, man, they didn't feel like it. They felt special. They felt like, oh, I know you just did this to Phil, but no, this was. There's was one episode where uh, Oliver's like essentially uh, having hallucinations the entire episode, and one of those episodes, you know, just kind of just filler. Nah, it was it was still part, uh, important part of the story and the decisions that Oliver Queen had made. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this is just dope. And you gotta remember, I caught into Arrow late. When I say late, like right before season three kicked in. I was living in Atlanta, and this show called Arrow kept popping up on my recommendations on Netflix. I didn't know the show even existed. I didn't know anything about it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, uh, my ex at the time was like, hey, do you know Arrow's a comic book? I said, yeah, I know. She was like, why don't you want to watch it? I was like, honestly, I just you see so many things on your recommendations on youtube and hulu and netflix a lot of times it's just fluff you know just generic i was like by watching at the time i had one job and i and it was pretty the, the schedule was set you know i worked mornings um 11 to 5 and i had nothing else to do and so she said well just just give it a chance so I all right, sure, you know, because she wanted to watch it, which I didn't know at the time. So I started watching season one, and from the first two episodes, I was hooked. I said, like, oh, this is a different take on Green Arrow. This is pretty dope. Started watching it, watching and watching it. But then nothing prepared me for season two. Season one ended. I was like, boom. And season two hit, and I was like, oh, my God. I remember <laughs> one night... I was falling asleep in the middle of the season, and my ex was like, dude, it's going to be there in the morning. You paid your Netflix bill this month, <laughs> and it was so good. I was, I was fighting sleep for it. And I finally went to sleep, but season two just had me hooked, and season two is where they introduced Barry Allen, because now they're going to do a Flash TV show, which now I'm super excited for. So now I'm just like, okay, holy crap on a cracker, how do we do this? Um, And now I remember we had cable at the time, had DVR, et cetera, et cetera. So that was on record, and what I ended up doing a lot of times was I wouldn't watch for like two months, and then I would watch it all, get caught up, do that again, because I I enjoyed the show so much at the time that... It, it 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 just was it was like you know what I felt like I felt the air quotes FOMO like I did when I was into wrestling heavy heavy in in the midnight mid to late nineties I couldn't get enough of it and, and and it was hard to like have discipline to not watch it but I got used to it cause, like torturing myself obviously um, but I remember seeing the Flash and I remember. By the end of season 1 of The Flash, I was like, man, they that was fucking fun. I love the characters. I love the lighter tone. And me saying that's a big deal because I usually like darker tones. But the humor was put into the right places. Um, it felt just right. Um hold on a second. I actually asked Jonathan Esther. Um this question of the legacy of the uh, of, 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 of the flash he here's his answer this is it happening right as we're talking that's a good question if you ask me right now I would say it piggybacked on the blueprint of Smallville to give us the DC verse on TV we don't get that flash point flash moment without arrow being success, so successful um, but I remember just watching it and I love the reveal of Ebaron. Uh, the Reverse Flash. I loved like how I saw none of it coming because I wasn't looking for it. And I loved how it was so different to where like you weren't going to look for it. Because you weren't going to see it. A show this uh, this lighthearted having that darker tone. I've been a huge fan of the Flash comics for many, many years. He's, for as light as his comics are, he has a dark fucking origin story. Like the, the River Flash killing his mom and his in the comic books. Fun fact: His dad never gets acquitted. His dad dies in jail, like in the original stuff. Like I, I can't speak of. I I don't think that his origin has changed in the comics because I know there's more berries now. And and, and um, and I, I know for a fact Wally West is the fastest Flash. Air quotes again. Um, technically, I know he did like a speed ranking a couple years ago, but I remember. But seeing it turn so dark, I was just like. What the fuck is going on? Like, and it was like creepy because in the moment that it was revealed to the, because it's revealed to us first before it's ever revealed to, um, Barry, and I remember it wasn't. I could be wrong, but I believe it was someone came in to try and kill Harrison Wells, and he was in his wheelchair, and he uses his speed kills it or. Or something happens, like a bomb goes off or something. And you that's when you first see him use his powers. And you're like, holy fuck, what the fuck is going on? And that's when it's revealed that he is the reverse Flash. And Tom Cavanaugh, first of all, does a great job with all different characters. Like, he's shown his range on this show. Um, so, like, he, he's just been fantastic. <clears throat> but when it's revealed to us... It's like, "Whoa, this dude's been manipulating everything for so long?" It's like, "Holy crap, what what's going to happen now?" Cuz this is early in the infancy of Barry Allen, in the infancy of Barry Allen to where he's nowhere near the Flash he's he's going to be. Um and the intensity just ramps up. And I don't remember if they did a crossover that first season. I believe they did, but it was like a very tamed crossover. And so, um, I remember it was just more of, I believe, yes, I believe it was the Flash going to, uh, uh Starling City to help out. They had a a, a, a common criminal and that's when you see the differences and that's when you see kind of the change in Oliver where he had to be lighter hearted, but at the same time still be himself against Barry Allen. Um, the connection... And the chemistry between Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell was amazing. I, I liked how they grew together and their friendship grew as well, even in their disagreements. Um, so I did appreciate that. But season one was phenomenal. There was a, it was, there was a clear threat. The villain had a real reason to, to, to hate Barry Allen. And so you see it, and you're like, well, there's no way he can beat him. And, the, and at the end, um, he he needed the help of Arrow and um, was a was a Firestar. I know it was Robbie Emil, which is Stephen Mill's cousin. But I know it was a character he plays, which has been kind of off and on, um, off and on for a while. But anyways, he had help beating him. But the reverse flash in that time showed um, that he was a real threat. So then season one ends essentially with um, Barry Allen at an all-time low. Because he couldn't save the people he cared about. If anything, they lo- they, if anything, they lost that battle. They lost a big time. And so you go into season two with him being down. I do think this was kind of one of the problems with this Barry Allen was. In the comics, Barry Allen... And once again, I, I understand you cannot take everything from panel to comic. I mean, from panel to TV. But I felt like he always relied on Team Flash too much. And Barry Allen in the comics is a super genius. Like, he doesn't need help, but he can use help, right? I felt like he he's always been underestimated in the uh, in- t- intelligence department. And so... That is where you kind of seen that part of it, which is just a nitpick. At that point in time, season, even season two was fantastic because I know the reveal, I loved how the mid-season reveal of Zoom was a bad guy. I didn't have a problem with it being a speeder, speedster, because here's my, here's my thing. When Barry Allen is at top speeds, not too many people are going to fuck with him. Like, legitimately, right? So sorry something's in my eye and so i think by him emerging as the speedster the scarlet speedster as him emerging as the flash other threats of the same nature will come it's that line or those lines that um vision said in captain america civil war he said ever since tony stark announced himself as iron man there's been a lot more world-changing events he said strength begets strength like you're gonna get the same people to coming after you. So to me, the first two seasons just made perfect sense that speech was coming out, especially especially Thawne. Like Thorn legit lost his speed trying to kill Barry. And here's the thing, here's the question I've always had. And I've watched videos on this YouTube videos where I've tried to understand whatever happened to that Barry Allen that saved, you know, young Barry? Because I remember when Reverse Flash went back, he went back to kill Barry Allen, young Barry Allen. And he couldn't do it because olderberry saved him. And so that to me was kind of confusing um because you never got the proper response of like what's going on with that um hold on a second he he's saying more. I can't read all of it right now. Anyways, um... So that all made sense. Zoom, same thing as well. You know, he's tormenting Earth 2. And... He's sitting there. He's he's losing his speed. And so he's trying to gain that speed. Um... I think... The flashpoint we got... Being one episode was Whackamundo. Um... And that was my, and that to me began my problems with the Flash, where even though I still enjoyed it, it was one of those things where it leaned too much on. Let's redo this. Let's not make this permanent. They played with death so much that it became a live action version of a comic book. Was like death has to mean something at some point in time. It just has to mean something, you know. And I think that that transferred to Arrow as well, because I remember the big reveal of at the beginning of season what four. Where someone's dying and they wouldn't reveal who it was. They refused to reveal who it was. Everyone's wondering who it was. Finally, comes town to, I think it's episode seventeen, or season four, where you see the bag. You see someone's dying. You have no clue who it is. I remember being really, really excited to find out who it was, and I thought it was gonna. I thought the death was gonna stick, and it didn't stick. And it was tough. It was a tough thing. Because I feel like it was still it was built up so much. And I think it just transferred throughout the era verse where consequences meant nothing. Um and I do think also at the same time when you have the multiverse, you can play with things. So I can't be mad at the writers for Hey, you know this character works. This actress works. Actor works. Let's keep them around somehow. Anyway, so we get to season three, and I still had no major pro. I had, I had no major problems with this show until the one story, until the one issue flashpoint. Then I was like, all right, that's kind of whack how things. Now you did see the cause, the causality of him doing flashpoint. You saw that because you saw the, the villain of season three, which was Savitar. And so you kind of saw the consequences of his actions, especially with his relationships with Cisco, which was really damaged throughout the entire season because he lost Cisco, lost his brother, and then when he refused to do Flashpoint again, he says, "I'm gonna change something else. I can't do that," you know. Um, he saw what the damage he caused by doing that, and so it's one of those situations where, to me, I feel like you saw bits of it. Um, I, I do think Speedster fatigue got a little close to for, for a lot of people in this season for me no for me um, I like the twist of it being him and for me um, I did feel like alright it's time to move on from speedsters for a little bit but I never got fatigue of speedster speech villains so that's the best way I could put it season 4 we have the thinker Which I thought was a a pretty well done episode. And I think for as much as I look forward to the crossovers, I do think the crossovers sometimes hurt some of the writing on The Flash in particular. Because The Flash real Because Barry Allen and Oliver Queen pointed this out in one of their arguments. He said, dude, you need a pep talk every fucking 30 seconds. Which is true. I think they lean too much on that with him. As to where Arrow was in the middle of... They're in the middle of a bad guy. Like legitimately... The next episode that the crossover is over, they're back to business as to where the Flash, all team Flash, all the series was like harped around that crossover for the most part. And once again, not, not every time, but enough of the time. It just felt like they didn't know how to deviate and then come back to what they needed to come back from. And that was a big problem after they did a crisis on infinite earth. Anyways, so I felt see, I felt the thinker was still a strong villain. I felt he was a real threat. Um, and then this is when I kind of lost interest in the show. So we see essentially their daughter throughout this entire season in spots. Finally, at the end of the season, you see that she reveals herself to be their kid. And so you come back to season five. And she's now explaining what she did and how she did it, and it's funny because I was still doing the same thing I did all the time. I, I, I what I would do is my routine was I would watch this, the season for open uh, season finale, come back three months later, whenever it was I would watch the season opener. Then after that I would go two month blocks, sometimes longer, with Arrow because I enjoyed Arrow so much. I sometimes would go four months without watching a fucking episode, and then I would just watch it because I don't go on sites that spoils the show. But I just so happened this season to see an article written by somebody, I don't remember, because this is many years ago now, don't remember who wrote it, but the article said, the Flash writers are making me hate Iris West. And I know for a fact, Candace Patton had some uh, racial stuff sent her way, uh, some very not kind things to say. Not in the comic books, Iris is white. In the, in the uh, live action version, she's black, and trust me, Candace Patton is one of the most gorgeous creatures God ever created. So I don't I don't get it. But maybe because I'm you no know, normal, I probably don't get it. Anyways, um, so I read the article and the article brought up some really good points about the writing for Iris West. But particularly point out this season, and by the way, mind you, I'm like two months into my three month cleanse, or one month into it or whatever. So I haven't seen anything about the season finale at this point. And I'm just kind of like, all right, cool. So I actually wait this one time and go four months. I go into the mid-season finale before I watch anything else. Watch it. And I found myself agreeing with everything they said about how she makes no sense. Because when they find out that Nora's betrayed them um, and getting advice from Dawn, the person that killed her grandmother. Like, she's like, it doesn't bother me. I was like, What? This makes no sense. It reminded me of what happened in season three when Savitar said the Team Flash that shunned me because I wasn't the true Barry Allen. Every cast member that is a part of Team Flash is so sappy. They give all these chances to everyone over and over and over again. They literally got tricked with the same trick season one and season two. When I say that, I'm not even talking about Zoom. H. R. had uh, Harry had um, his daughter kidnapped, so he was slowly stealing Barry's speed to give it to Zoom. They they're so they for as smart as they were, they're so fucking stupid. So and, and and they're so soft. They're not going to ever shun any version of Barry Allen. The same way they would never shun any version of of, of Wells, even though that face. Is the thing that got them all tricked in the first place. Anyways. So I remember watching, I said, like, damn, she is coming off pretty bad in this. And season five was all I'm excuse me, season three was all about the death of Iris and them trying to avoid it. Uh, cause Barry accidentally went to the future and then Jay Garrick pulled him back. Um because he had saw some stuff that he should not have seen. I still like the mystery of it and the light hardness of it. I thought they leaned too much on the light hardness sometimes. You know, the other thing I could say I hated was the back and forth with Cisco. Will he find a woman? Will he? Won't? It reminded me of Raj from Big Bang Theory. I like Big Bang Theory a lot. It's one of the only shows I've ever bought. It's, I believe it's Big Bang Theory 24 and American Gangster the documentaries. Are the only three shows I've ever gone on my way to buy all of the DVDs for season of. The only ones. Uh, My whole DVD collection is usually just MCU shit, wrestling shit. But those are the three ones I So I like it a lot, clearly. And so, I always hated that with Raj. I get that was a part of the joke and a part of the show. Still fucking hated it, though. Period. Bottom line. Anyways. So I hated that, and I actually thought him and Gypsy were the best fit. Together and they killed her off for I don't know if she's on another TV show or not. Um, These I I know that's why they killed off um, HR's daughter. Like she died in crisis. She died off screen. Her and HR, um, which I thought excuse me Harry, which I Harry which I thought was the best version of Wells, but they killed them off screen in crisis. Um, but I know the I camera. What was her name? i was about to say something really fucking like typical and racist and i said i'm not i was gonna say sally i was like her name was not fucking sally dude I said, that's like the, the whitest name you can say which is just rude Um, hold on a second i gotta i gotta find out what her name is because it's gonna bother me um what the fuck is happening i, I just saw I, I, I literally just saw And it's not going to pop up now, of course, because it it, it hates me. Um, hmm. Alright. Yeah, I can't remember her name. But it was was Harry's daughter, essentially. And so, uh, I know she was on another TV show. I think it was like, the God. I think it was called God Wrote Me an Email or something, or guy facebook friend me or something like that which i didn't know she was on the show until somebody showed me a clip of it because he thought she was like really pretty he's like man i can't believe she left the flash but i'm gonna watch her on this now and blah 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 i was like oh that's cool you know um but they killed off gypsy for no reason they just killed her off this is before a uh, crisis they killed her off and they had already broken up by then so that was that was like whatever but um Anyways, doesn't matter. I can't find the shit. It's gonna annoy me. But anyways, they killed her off off screen. So, but they also killed off Gypsy off screen. So I didn't understand that. And I feel like this Gypsy could have added to the team because she was from Earth Two, and because she was way more thorough than the rest of them. Um. Anyways, moving forward, uh, season four was just a huge season. Um, and so. It, it changed the landscape once you start bringing children into it and now everyone's coming back from the future as as it's so easily it's like all the rules that we were just talking about in the first three seasons mean nothing now now it's just kind of like all right that's cool i guess and so that's when the show started decreasing for me personally um i still watched it religiously every every two was it tuesday night it came out or when is it whenever it fucking came out um or DVR at least and to me i can say without a shadow of a doubt they never came back from crisis from me i'm just gonna skip right ahead to that uh to me once we knew the crossover because we knew the crossover a full year ahead it was essentially like what what wwe did with rock and cena we knew the main event a full year ahead of time and they 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 did one crossover which i think was crisis on earth x Um, which wasn't a bad crossover at all, but it it literally announced Christ on Infinite Earths for the very next year, which I remember saying to myself, fuck, that's going to be fucking awesome. And say what you want to about the CW and the quality, I still believe 100% they gave the best they did for that. I think that's where it peaked, and they were never going to get any higher, because they put so much into it, with the cameos, the story, even in the story's flaws. I felt like one, it was consequences to it. Several people died. Every, everybody fucking died. Um, several people died or, or for good. Um, I felt they put their... The fact that they got The Flash to do a TV appearance, Ezra Miller. I remember one time, uh, it was when Samuel Jackson did uh, the crossover for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he was in the very last like episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I remember um, he said it's a lot of red tape when you when you're doing television from movie. And by, by the way for the record, Samuel Jackson's first ever TV show, like not parents but TV show where he's a cast member, is Secret Invasion next year. That's his first ever TV show casting. Think about that, where he's an actual member of the cast. So to get him on, he said it was a lot of red. Flag. He said it was a lot of red tape with the MCU. He said I let them work it out. So someone just asked me if I was down for it, be a part of it. And I said, yeah, sure, why not? Um, but I remember saying myself, okay, this is going to be some shit. And honestly, Arrow and Flash were both focused on Christ on of It was just simple um, Easter eggs and certain moments that they had in their episodes. But then it really got ramped up because then everything was about, even though they had like a podcast, uh first season first half of the season villain on the flash it was all about crisis he was barry allen was too distracted with the crisis coming because now that newspaper that we saw in season one where the flash disappears now that's that's coming here now If for those of you who don't know flash in the comics actually died um and then, then i don't think we saw barry allen for 20 fucking years in the comic books just something that's interesting anyways i remember being intrigued but I also didn't care for the villain in the first half of the season. And then we got to the second half of the season. They hadn't gotten over crisis and it was very forgettable. And then all of a sudden you had the mirror master stuff happening into the next season. And we had COVID and, um, I haven't watched it since then. I watched it when the last episode I saw was Iris got trapped in the mirror dimension and we had mirror master, um, pretty much was going to take over. I haven't, I've seen so many flash videos where people are complaining about the quality and people are complaining about the storylines. I've seen so many of them. I can pro- I can guess what's what's been going on, um, but I've not personally watched it because for me it just was un- for me it was not watchable after that because I believe they le- they 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 dealt they uh, not dealt um, they linked too heavy on the same stuff. And that is something I can say Arrow got over. I remember having a rant. And it was to Jonathan Esther and someone else. I was texting them. This is when they kept trying to bring the kid of Oliver in. And now I said, look here. Season five is over. We need to make a decision. Do we want this stupid fucking kid in this show? Or we do not? If we do, put the motherfucker in there so I can ignore his scenes. And then we get four. And otherwise, don't throw him in action sequences and it's like, all right, no one's doing karate chops and shooting their... I'm, if I'm the villain, I'm shooting the kid in the fucking head and I'm leaving. Let let let's More now. And go. You can come try to kill me later. You can go, dude, you're not going to come after me. I, I kill your kid in front of you. You know? In season one, he would have because he was a fucking murderer, Oliver Queen. But season five, season six, that ain't going to happen. So anyways... um so I had a rant about that. And I felt like now we're leaning too much on the kid. The kid, you know, went out of existence because she used a negative speed force. And then somehow the kid came back. And I was like, all right, now now we're just playing games here. And I, I believe at this time, showrunners for the show had changed. I believe his name was Eric Wallace or something like that. That I could, I could be completely fucking wrong. But I believe once the showrunners changed, it's kind of when I was like, okay, this is not for me anymore. Um, but with me saying that the legacy of the flash and then, you know what I'm going to actually, I'm probably going to watch the final season of the flash to see how they wrap it up. I will watch the 13 episodes, but as of right now, in my opinion, the legacy of the flash is, I think it was more than a, more than fair to the Arrowverse. It was more than, um, fair to, uh, do a show on it. I think the writing was so good the first couple seasons and I just think they, they got too comfortable leaning on everything and it was one of those things that there wasn't missed opportunities for sure like there's always with tv shows sometimes um that's definitely they're all like there always is. let's say that um i think grant gustin did a great job as the flash um and i i, I just when i think of the flash i think of those first two seasons I think of the reveal of Earbought Thorn. I think of seeing some really cool fucking moments, even with the limited CGI pay. pay. Uh, I, I I recall seeing there was a wedding scene where uh, they're doing a, it's a crisis on F, uh, Earth X or whatever, and they they interrupt the uh, the wedding of Iris and Barry, and all you see is Stephen and Mill. Uh, Oliver Queen goes Nazis, and then Supergirl. Uh, Green Arrow and Flash will go I hate Nazis you know it it was just I think of those moments where Flash is like um, learning his powers which was always cool scenes Um, I I think of also just the humor of it and how they would against themselves in their own universe to be different which is so fucking awesome Uh, the legacy is I do agree with that's Jonathan Esther it's a worthy addition to Arrowverse not just that; it was a show sorely needed, as Arrow would be up and down the quality. Flash came at of time and at least gave us, this is my opinion, two seasons of great, great writing, great acting. Just, um, it, 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 I never thought I, could, I would say I was a fan of any CW shows, but I was a fan of several when it was the Arrowverse. Um, the heart of the show is to me the most important thing just having those moments where it's like damn like this is a a little family you know and um that was pretty cool so to me that is the retrospective of the eight seasons that and i haven't watched the last two two seasons so uh two and a half seasons so that's as best as i can give it but i do want to see how they wrap things up (sighs) because and I, i have to say this John Diggle, who's been a big part of the era of our he's directed a lot of episodes of Flash and Supergirl and Batwoman. That was the most disappointing thing I've ever seen. And the most disappointing payoff and the most cowardly, cowardly. And I say the word coward because to me, some people say, oh, you're a pussy. That's fine. I fuck pussy all the time. Coward is worse because it means you have no spine, no backbone. That was the most cowardly way out. Of the Green Lantern and stuff. In forever. But I, but I was reminded how. They literally announced Green Lantern TV show. Three years ago. And they haven't even started fucking production. They got the deal with J.J. Abrams. To at least just use his fucking name. Uh, As a fi- I have a five year deal. They have one year left. On this deal. But seeing. John Diggle in. I saw the clip. Of the, where um, John Diggle. Asked on to show him the ring, I show him the, what's in the box, like the, the vision So he looks at it and he breaks the fucking ring. The thing that, the the big, the only cliffhanger in the arrow in, in the arrow, and the one that people were waiting for. He destroys the ring and says, "Well, and show me a future of my family. Oh, grow up. One kid is made up from flashpoints. I mean, from a crisis. It wasn't your kid? You didn't fuck her for it. What we what we doing here?" So bad, so cowardly. So it's one of those things where that and that hurts the show because that's a part of the show's legacy now. But anyway, and I'm mad I even thought I literally was about to shut off the fucking record button, and that clip came to my mind. I remember watching that clip for the first time, saying, "I am very angry." (laughs) I was. I still am. Um, But to me, it was a worthy addition. I don't regret watching seasons I watched. Uh, seeing these heroes come together. They did something on, on television they have yet to do, and they, they have yet to been, be able to do on the, in the movies. And they did all this without Batman, and I never felt like I needed Batman. I never felt like I needed Batman. Even, when the, even the Superman they have right now. I know that show is being praised, and I probably should watch it one day. We didn't even need Superman. We did this with Green Arrow and the fucking Flash. So uh like i said sorry to interrupt the blacklist stuff going on but i felt this was so important i need to get this off my chest and i will record uh a retrospective of the Arrowverse again just as, as, as a total as a as a as a total for me and my fandom so anyways that is the show for this week august what 10th um i'm so chemical and i matter of fact like subscribe comment um i really like to hear you guys feedback Um, It's much appreciated, so I am so chemical, and I am out.